Here, a show blitz where, of course, yours truly, Charles Prize Richie. As you can follow me on social media, you can follow me on Twitter at CGR and on Instagram at Nation. We are now in the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. Right now, round number two coming up. We begin uh, today's uh, divisional opening uh, matchup. It will be the Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Jacksonville uh, Jaguars for uh, this uh, contest right now. As we get ready to look at Jacksonville Jaguars who come in red hot, uh, riding a five game uh, winning streak to conclude the season. Plus last year's upset comfort behind win over the LA Chargers, twice on point deficit. Uh, as they get in here, uh, Kansas City Chiefs, they get their first buy in over two years uh, since uh, they, uh, last bet to the Super Bowl, uh, which they came up short in the uh, Super Bowl to Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tampa right there. So the first game on uh, is going to be on, like I said, at 4.30 p.m. Uh, Eastern, uh, like over 10 minutes ago. And then later on tonight, we're going to be having on uh, Fox uh, be the Philadelphia Eagles, who is the other team that gets their eye uh, they will be hosting the GM at New York Giants. That's going to be on Fox and Fox Portis at 8 o'clock Eastern time will be the kickoff uh, for that uh, game coming in here tonight. As uh, we uh, got ready to have the call uh, set for the game uh, today uh, for the NFL on NBC Sports, it'll be Mike Tirico and Chris Townsworth. They'll have a call for the action uh, tonight as uh, we will look at right now. But, yeah, definitely some interesting stuff right now. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, uh, still got to believe uh, they have a better taste in their feeling the way their season ended uh, last year, making it to the AFC uh, Championship game, then only to come up uh, losing uh, to the Cincinnati uh, Bengals right there. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, uh, who really show ahead that uh, game uh, wrapped up against Cincinnati in the AFC Championship game, they lost that one 24 to 27 after blowing an 18 point lead. As uh, we saw right there, uh, the Bengals who came from behind uh, in that game, they outscored them 24 to three in the second half uh, to win that contest. And right now, as we look at some of the other stuff going on right now, uh, when you look at the last time these two teams faced each other, the KC Chiefs and Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, met back in uh, week number uh, 10, as we look at uh, week 10, that was uh, for uh, this year, excuse me, for the Kansas City uh, Chiefs. That game uh, took place in Arrowhead Stadium. Uh, the Chiefs won that game by uh, 10 points 
And one of the biggest things right now, too, in that game was that how the Chiefs were able to outgain the Jaguars on the ground that game. Uh, they outgained them 155 to 75 yards, 80-yard uh, difference right there. And, of course, too, one of the noticeable things, too, was the lack of the Jacksonville Jaguars' uh, pass rush in that game, as uh, we look at it. They struggled to keep Mahomes in the pocket and where he completed 26-35 attempts for 331 yards. He had four touchdowns on the day, and he also ran uh, seven times for 39 yards. But his running backs uh, in this game, um, the most uh, noble star on the running game uh, was Isaiah uh, Pacheco, who had 16 carries for 82 yards, which benefited the Chiefs uh, hugely, going 7-10 on third-down uh, conversions. As we looked at it. the Jaguars, they were undisciplined in their rush lanes in the first half. And let Mahomes find gaps to run through. Against the Jaguars, he scrambled at 12 and a half percent dropbacks, uh, his highest percentage of the season for 40 yards. Additionally, uh, when he bought time and led the huge plays downfield, and this is according to an article uh, right here uh, that was written uh, on the athletic right here. As we uh, look at uh, going into this uh, game. But, yeah, um, basically, too, the, on third down, the Jaguars played man coverage with one safety deep and one safety playing robber uh, 10 yards from the line of scrimmage, meaning they had no defenders left to act as a spy on Mahomes. Four-man rush had to contain him. Uh, as we look at it, too, this season, too, the defense for the Kansas City Chiefs, especially the last couple of years, which has really been looking uh, solid right now, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs uh, right now, I mean, for this season, too, when you look at everything going on right now, I mean, their defense, uh, their eighth in rushing uh, defense is fighting the run, only 11th overall in total yards. But, I mean, what makes the Chiefs really uh, special, too, I mean, we also look at as well, I mean, for all that they're uh, doing, they got 55 uh, sacks right now. Uh, on the season, as we look at it, Chiefs who are really just uh, coming into their own. I mean, defensively, their team has been making some big plays. I mean, if you think about some of the big plays they made, I mean, you think about like the one Thursday night game earlier in the year uh, versus the L.A. Uh, Chargers in that game, uh, when you look at I mean, the versus Chargers on Thursday night, that was in week number uh, two. For the Kansas City uh, Chiefs, it was a 99-yard interception return, a pick six uh, by Jalen uh, Watson, and right there where the Chargers were driving, they went up uh, 24 to 20. Uh, I mean, 24 to 17 on the Chargers in that game, and were able to secure with a, a 10-point lead, a 31-yard field goal by Matt Amendola. They were able to hang on, win that game. 27 to 24. It was the same game, too, that Justin Herbert also uh, has uh, ribs injured in that game, uh, who did not miss any time, but he was definitely playing for some pain in that game right here. And look at it right here. I mean, for everything that's been going on, it's just uh, an unbelievable uh, year right now uh, going on. But here we are right now. Uh, Chiefs, like I said, they're looking to get back uh, to the Super Bowl, win it, and more in particular behind this defensive tandem for the Chiefs. Uh, who you got uh, defensive tackle Chris Jones, who is 28 years old, 
He leads his team in sacks with 15 and a half, which is his career best since uh, 2016, as well as 29 quarterback hits. And then, of course, defensive end, Frank Clark Holt to push the Chiefs to Super Bowl glory again. Both of them have one year uh, remaining on their deals. Uh, Frank Clark has a cap hit of over $28.67 million and Chris Jones with $28.29 million for 2023. Now, as I uh, just mentioned right now, uh, Frank Clark right now, he elected to stay with the Chiefs in March by restructuring his deal, which reduces base salary to $3.7 uh, million. Uh, and uh, the Chiefs, however, can create $21 million in salary cap space next year while taking a $7.6 million cap hit in dead money if they release Clark, according to over the cap. In 15 games this season, Clark recorded uh, five sacks, 13 quarterback hits, and eight tackles behind the last scrimmage. And uh, right now, uh, according to, uh, well, the quotes here from the KC uh, Chiefs uh, defensive uh, specialist right now uh, going into this uh, game, uh, according to Clark, he says, right now I've got to stay, you know, simmering. The storm is coming soon, though. That's a storm that's coming. And and why not? I mean, look at it right here. I mean, to Claire, Clark and Jones were the anchors of the defense uh, that helped the Chiefs uh, significantly uh, beat the 49ers. Uh, and more particular, too, they were down by as many as 10 points, too, in that Super Bowl, Super Bowl 54, which they came from behind in the fourth quarter behind Patrick Holmes and company. Uh, Jones was saying, we're eager to get after it. He says his relationship with Clark who missed the first meeting between the teams in week 10 while service suspension for violating the NFL's personal conduct policy. When you look at Frank's resume, what he does in the playoffs, it speaks for itself. He's tied for fifth in the playoffs in sacks. He's got 11. Patrick Mahomes so far right now, he's having his best season yet, throwing for a career high 5,250 yards with 41 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. He has his highest completion percentage of 67%. Since trading away their top receiver, uh, Tyreek uh, Hill. Now, Tyreek Hill, who was uh, dealt with uh, back in uh, March uh, to the Miami Dolphins uh, Chiefs uh, in exchange uh, for Tyreek Hill, uh, they received a uh, 2022 first, first, second, and two fourth-round picks and a 2023 sixth-round pick. After the trade was completed, Hill signed a four-year, $120 million extension uh, with the Miami Dolphins. This includes $72.2 million guaranteed, making him the highest-paid wide receiver in the NFL. Now, he had a career high in receiving yards this year, but not as many touchdowns as he did with the Kansas State Chiefs. Now, you look at look on the flip side, like I said, I mentioned to this, Jacksonville Jaguars right now, I mean, right now for their second year, uh, first year uh, uh, with with the Jaguars, which is uh, Doug Pearson, who's done, who's had a phenomenal coach career so far. He has a winning record of 51-45-1. Uh, he's also a Super Bowl champion, uh, as you look at it, his coaching history. And don't forget, him and uh, Andy Reid uh, served together uh, during their times right there for about uh, seven straight years from 2009 to 2015, uh, remaining – the two, the three, the four seasons with the Eagles, 
Of right. course, uh, three with the Kansas City Chiefs before taking over the reins as a head coach with the Philadelphia Eagles right now. Now, you look at everything right now, what he's been able to do. I mean, everything that's going on, he has five and two in the postseason right now. He's got the Jaguars team buying in. Now, a year ago, you look at a guy like Trevor Lawrence and uh, his team, in respect, he probably wasn't taking things as seriously. Trevor Lawrence, again, who was number one overall pick in 2021, I mean, look at him by the numbers right now this year. I mean, when you look at it, he's got a 9-8 record this year, 6-6 uh, six, six, uh, completion percentage, 4,113 yards, so 25 touchdowns and eight interceptions. He is the real deal, if you ask me. When you look back a season ago, he was 3-14, only had 3,641 yards with 12 touchdowns and 17 interceptions. And yards per game, he was at 214. This year, he is at 242. So the, can the key for the Kansas City Chiefs uh, to win this game We'll have to continue to be their defense right now. If you look at it, I think I'd say uh, continue to get after, like forcing him to make interceptions. Because when you look at him last year, like I just mentioned, he had three fourteen record for a reason. A lot of that had to do with interceptions right there. So I would think right there, uh, winning a turtle battle for the Kansas State Chiefs, that'll be a huge thing right there. Uh, key number two, I would say for the Kansas State Chiefs, uh, they're going to need to make sure they continue to keep Patrick Mahomes fresh on his feet. As you just as I just mentioned earlier, you saw the damage that he was able to do on his legs the last time these two teams met. He ran seven times for 39 yards and still had a phenomenal day. He was not sacked in that game. So if he uh his left tackle continue to help get protection for him, that'd be a great uh omen for the Kansas State Chiefs. As we look at, I mean, I mean, the guy that will be responsible for keeping them clean in the pocket. Would have to be Orlando Brown, of course, uh, left guard Joe Tooney, it looks like, uh, for this game. That's all I got. I'm going to go uh, pick the Kansas State Chiefs in this matchup. I, I'll say they'll have a business at home, but don't be surprised if this is a close one. I am going to go uh, 27-24 Kansas State Chiefs. And that's going to wrap up this edition here of the opening matchup of the AFC Divisional Playoffs right here on Saturdays. We're having two games today. And again, uh, two games uh, tomorrow, like I said. Uh, as I just mentioned, as a reminder, tonight's game will conclude Saturday's edition. That will be an 8 p.m. Eastern game where the Eagles will host the Giants. That game is on Fox and Fox Deportes. And then tomorrow, uh, the games will be starting later in the afternoon, about the same time period as today, close enough. Uh, 3 o'clock Eastern game. It will be the Bills hosting the Bengals. That will be on CBS and Paramount+. Plus. A little bit of a controversy right there since both those teams did not get a chance to finish out the game due to tragic circumstances. Please continue to keep Tamar Hamlin in your prayers, everybody. Uh, we'll see. Uh, some people feel like that should have been a neutral site game, but at the end of the day, the Bills did win their final game of the regular season, and the Bengals were crowned uh, division champions. It was just a difference of a game right there between the two. They get a chance to finish out the game on Monday night, unfortunately. And then you got the, I think the game of the week right here will be the San Francisco 49 hours hosting the Dallas Cowboys. That will also be on Fox and Fox Portis right there as Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson will have the call on that game right there. I compare it to the old Steelers-Cowboys uh, Super Bowl rivalry, especially back in the 70s. The only two uh, teams have a Super Bowl trilogy. Of course, the third game didn't happen until 1995, Super Bowl 30. 
and that's gonna be it. So give me the Chiefs, like I said, 27 24. Um, I have reason to believe Jaguars keep this game close. Once again, you guys can follow me on social media, on Twitter, at Mad Steel CJR, and on Instagram at Mad Steel Nation. <laughs>